podcast with Anya and Fancy. He started early. It had not quite. It had not quite um, started. It was spinning, but we're on. So welcome. Oh yeah, we're on now. Um, how's your day? It's starting to feel a lot like Christmas. Well, that's nice. I don't like, uh, uh, I don't celebrate Christmas, so, but, you know, I just don't like the cold. Other than that, things are really good. How about you? <laughs> well, I celebrate Christmas, and I like the cold. I mean, I like the cold because I always say I can add more food, but in the winter, I can't. Yeah. Um, I'm never warm though, so it's like add more clothes does not help. And I I don't like all that on me, like those layers, but mm-hmm. I don't like clothes either. I mean, you know, like that, but hell, I prefer to add more clothes than to be sitting here not having not not being able to um get relief rather. I guess so. I like it. I like the temperature about seventy five. I think that's anybody though. That's okay. Um, right, huh? I said that's okay. That's okay, too. <laughs> okay. So let's get into our new topics. We have um, this has been a trending topic lately. Kevin Samuel told a young lady, I think his name is Samuel, told a young lady that pretty much that she can't want a man who is a six figure that's fixed that six figure pretty much he was like do you want me to say it like you know you look in the mirror do you want me to say it and she was like I mean I, I, I you know he asked her what would she rate herself from one to ten she said a five I, I didn't watch that far she said a five um <laughs> To me, okay, my thought on the whole situation is this. First of all, I'm not calling into your show for validation on who I'm going to date and how I'm going to date and everything. Who told you to call him? <laughs> and then you claim he's always so mean. Because she was like, you're, you're being mean. You're being mean. Who? And she even says that he's rude to people. Why, why are you calling him? Why are you calling him? And if you want a six-figure girl, a six-figure man, girl, go, go get your one. Like, he's not that appealing to me to be talking down to somebody. That was just my thought. Um, he wasn't just the best-looking person in the world. No. But uh, your take? Because you texted me and was like, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really started feeling bad. I, I, I stopped watching... Cause it was at one particular point. I don't know, look, my eyes kind of getting watery now. Cause he really kind of stepped on my toes. I kind of feel when he was like, you have a 13 year old son. Like nobody's going to want you with a 13 year old son. And I just couldn't believe that someone would say something like that in this day and age in 2020. But at the same time, it was just like, damn, that might be true. You know, like I've never, I've never thought about that. Being that I had my kids so young, you know, of course, um, now as I date um, or in the past, you know, well, now everybody older than 13. So if they didn't want, you know, I'm like, if he's saying people don't want you with a 13 year old, then who? That they may not want you with a 16 and 15 year old either. That just kind of threw me. But I'm also not about to call into no radio show, like you said, needing validation. But this did not, I don't know. I was wondering how she made. <laughs> I want to know how she's making six figures. Did she ever say what her occupation was? She owns a bakery or something. Hey, Sharon, I see you. Um, say hello. Hey, I'm sorry. She has like a bakery, something. I can't. I I, I look past that because I just was like, he is going in on this. But like that. I mean, because my whole thing was, why did she call in? And initially, and she even said she had been like waiting to call and trying to catch him. She had went to his website. She was about to pay for a consultation, and then he was still so ugly to her. But at the same time, like. 
why were you so insistent on speaking to him? You know, and he just about listening to him would kind of turn me off from all men, to be honest. But I actually, I went to his Instagram, kind of. I wasn't about to give him too much of my attention, but I did go and check it out. And it was like, he was talking about he's about to start doing um, something kind of like Ebony and Jed or something like with a couple of the week and healthy relationships. And I just can't picture somebody who spoke as ugly as he did to her talking about healthy relationships. I mean, from the moment of you're being disrespectful, that was another thing when he said you're being disrespectful um, because, you know, like you just said, they are my business and you're going to have your day anyway. And then he was like, that's the problem with y'all black women. Did you catch that part? He was like, um, y'all don't do things in order. That was toward the beginning, but I was just like, wow. I don't think he even liked us to begin with. So, yeah, so, that's not that on it. Kevin Samuel specializes in male image consulting, personal shopping, wardrobe, and image makeovers for men and companies. So that's what he does. She went after him. She started after him. She knew what type of person he was. That's what got me. She, like you said. That's why I think there's, there's like some other, something else with her. It has to be like, she wanted she wanted advice from him on how to get a six-figure man. And she so, was you know, like, okay. he was the end-all, be-all. You know, like, please give me the keys. That's kind of how she was seeming, in my opinion. Right. And, and the problem is this. A lot of thin women feel they have an upper hand because they are thin. But, but to be keeping it real, men like big women also. Is, and, and also... It don't matter what you have. Like he said, I don't care about your money. He was like, I don't care about your money. I don't care about what you have. And yes, um, some men like status, but let's keep it real. Why you think so many of these women be taking a lot of these men, a lot of their money? Because they didn't have nothing when they first started, you know? And I just feel like this, teachers on whatever you want. But I'm not calling into a radio station or no YouTube or nothing. Hey, Chris, um, Curtis, I'm not calling into none of that to get your opinion on how I should date. Like that was a steam issue there to me. Oh, that was a because she, she said from the beginning that she dates down. She started out twice. She said she dates down. Which is crazy. I'm not about to call in and just tell nobody I be dating down. So you obviously know that you're dating down. And then she kind of tried to like switch it up. But if she definitely had a lot of self-esteem issues. You could tell just from that alone. I mean, she said that in the introductory phrase. Like, I date down and then, then she tried to run past it. But I just think, um, I don't think there's enough men out here. Like, <laughs> every in every thing that is kind of coming about I think we are failing to realize that there is a shortage of men I don't think we're like really grasping it instead we're kind of saying it and like we're joking but like no it's for real that's that's just those are my thoughts Mr. Curtis oh it's just that everybody have a preference and you're right everybody does have a preference I have a preference I have a preference but some a lot of times I did outside my preference Cause I like big guys. I like big, tall, buff, not even buff. I like fat boys. I like fat boys that's maybe a little bit um, darker than me. I, I like fat boys. And yes, you should love yourself before dating. Right. Here's the thing, her dating down may not really be her dating down. She just feel like she dates down because they're not six figures. That's how, that's how it came off to me that she felt like dating down was because they, they're not six figures. And at some point in all our lives, we've dated somebody who we shouldn't have dated and we felt like we were dating down because they, they weren't on the level that we were on. But for me, I just, I feel like, okay. So Avery, Avery Woodley, she's a YouTube, she has a YouTube. She did a response, um, kind of a response. She said that we're, putting so much focus on him and not on her and not on what she's not saying and I was like hmm and she and she pretty much said like I said like why who's her friends like me and my girlfriends 
don't sit around talking about, oh, I want a six-figure man. We're not, that's that's the only people that we want to date. That's what she was saying. She said she has three kids and, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people probably looking at her like, why you didn't jump on him and this, that, and a third, but she's like, no, I'm looking at her like, again, um, same thing I said, why you calling into this station? Where your friends at? Why they even let you do this? Like, and then she was, she said, you had to look at what he, what she did not say in the things that she did say. Like she's dating down like, and, and who she is as a person. And she even brought up the self-esteem thing. So I just, um, well, I do know. Everybody has a preference, like Sharona says. It's up to you to, um, you can't ask a six-figure man if you're not a six-figure woman. According to her, I think that she's a six-figure woman. Yeah, she said she's a six-figure woman. Three, three years. Oh. But what I'm realizing is a lot of men say they want a woman who can and that's independent, that can do this, then a third, but then they get upset when a woman can't do for themselves. That's that's what I'm learning. Men when that they can't do for themselves? That can oh. do for themselves. Like, the last guy I was kind of, I was dating, he, he was like, you're just as busy as me. Yeah. But I can make time for you. I'm making time for you. I'm making time to talk to you. You have things that's going on. So you really expect me to just be like, oh, he has something going on. Let me just sit here and wait for him to come around. No, that's just like we were talking. And I was like, so what do you want to do for New Year's? New Year's Eve. And he said, um, I don't plan that far. I was like, oh, you know, I do because someone may ask me to do something. A friend or something may ask me if I want to do something and I don't want to not have any plans. I mean, even if it's just sitting right here in the house. And he was like, oh, I don't plan that far. And I, I just was like, okay. Mm-hmm. I love you make time because it's important. Definitely, 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 definitely. You make time, Mr. Curtis, um, for whomever it is. But when you get tired of people wasting your time or not caring about your time, sometimes you don't be so eager to make time for them, if that makes sense. Well, I just kind of think, I don't know, to me, it more so seems like you said that uh, women often like they aren't, uh, I guess, stable by themselves. But to me, it seems like the, the main women that get spoiled are the women that really don't have much going on so i don't know if it's because they have so much time on their hands to just sit and be somebody's personal cheerleader or or what exactly but it it's like they're being gifted things that you see other women out here struggling to do by themselves so i don't know those are just my thoughts on things i wouldn't mind a six-figure man myself but i take a five-figure man i'm not gonna lie ain't nothing i can really do with somebody that just makes four figures like what good would that be to me because I've already said I have a 16 year old and 15 year old I just feel like I mean and I have other bills I just know the type of lifestyle that I would like to live you know with someone but I'm not gonna sit around and wait on them either so if I have to achieve all of that by myself then I'm okay with it right but I'm definitely not about to be calling in to some man that seemed like he might not even like women and then asking him for advice that's just my take on things I mean and that's it bam <laughs> That, that part, you know, I mean, in all honesty, and you know, I'm with you. I don't have to have a six figure, but a five figure definitely, because I'm five figure, you know? And I don't mind being your personal cheerleader. I don't mind that. I don't mind being your personal cheerleader. However, know that I have things and I have goals that I want too. Like I met this guy, this other guy, the one who, um, who ordered his food before I got there, yeah. that guy. I literally, today he posts something on his page about, you know, is it hard dating in their 30s? And I was like, yeah, because people think that they can treat you like an average. And I, and that was a jab at him, no doubt, because I felt like he thought he could just treat me like average and I was supposed to just sit there and watch him eat and be like, oh. Because to me, if the conversation goes, you're not willing to, um, for me, if, if we're having a conversation about our date and you have a problem with where we might go or 
maybe we shouldn't eat. Maybe we should just go have drinks first because you don't know. You're not the person for me. And that's just how I feel, you know? But I have a preference. And again, like you, I'll do it by myself. I'll do it alone. And I'm good with that. I'm good with where I'm at in my singlehood. Opposed to, oh, I'm just so lonely. So I, yes, do I desire a man? Yes. I desire a man being right here on the other side of this can on the other side of this um computer. Cheer me, yeah, babe, you look good. Okay, let me fix your light. Let me make sure this is straight. But if he's not here, I'm not gonna not do it. Well, okay, I agree with all of that. <clears throat> so we don't have a sponsor this evening, um, but we do actually have our guests. I don't know if you want to um, go into the second news topic, or would you like for me to go ahead and bring the guests in? We can go ahead and bring Christian in. All right, so. Hey, hey. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Welcome to Theories and Thoughts Podcast. Thank you for joining us. No problem. I'm glad to be here. Yes. So Chris went to high school with me just like Sharona did. We have some great people out of McDonald's 35 senior high school out of New Orleans. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So in preparing for um, 2021 and just in a a spirit of let's get out of 2020, I was like, Chris, let's get Chris (laughs) on. He is the purpose pusher. And um, get her to give us some tips on pushing through, honey. Pushing through um, this last couple of weeks and getting into 2021. So, Chris, go ahead and tell our audience about you, who you are, baby. Tell us where, you know, tell us. Great. Well, thank you for having me, first of all. I'm super excited to be here. Um, as Anya mentioned, I am. A, we went to high school together, so we've been knowing each other over 20 years at this point. feels weird saying that, but it's true. Um, I am, by day, uh, instructional uh, director of instructional technology at a school here in New Orleans. That's my day job, but by purpose, I am a mindset and purpose coach um, known as Chris the Purpose Pusher. My goal is to help uh, starting female entrepreneurs as well as growing entrepreneurs silence the noise, find peace, prosperity, shift their mindsets in their business. So that is what I do. I also host a podcast called The Push, which you can listen to on Anchor, Spotify, and Google as well. And I am a digital uh, products creator as well. So I got a lot of hats that I wear, but I love them all. It's so funny because you were speaking at Pastor Amara's conference and I shared the post post off of either your page or Pastor's page. And one of my girlfriends was like, who is that? I went to her website. I knew her to help me. I was like, okay, I'll I'll let her know that you're going to be contacting her. So tell (laughs) us what that means, mindset coach, because I know you, you 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 dabble in the digital world as well. So tell us about all of that. Tell us what that means. Mindset, purpose, pushing, all of that. Tell us. All that. Right? So um, ironically, um, I just started like stepping into this role as a coach this year. Um, January of this year will be, of this coming year will be one year since I fully embraced uh, my gift and as a, a coach. Um, but um, I have been using these te- these techniques and principles as an educator. So my background, my, my original degree was in psychology and Lord knows I thought I was just going to go off and, you know, go get my master's in psychology. I was going to work at Coca-Cola as an industrial organizational psychologist and that was just going to be life. But that's not how it played out. I worked in corporate for like six years and then I got to a point where I just was frustrated with the nine to five, the just the just the routine of corporate life. Going in, sitting in my gray cubicle, putting on my headset and zoning out for a couple of hours and then going home feeling like I didn't do anything. Like I know I did things, but I didn't feel fulfilled in what I was doing. I didn't feel like I had actually touch somebody's life in an impactful way. Like I hadn't left for my mark on anything. I was like, what, what did I just do all day? Nothing. And so 
I decided to step into education and it was it was one of those moves for me that required a huge shift in my mindset and because I actually quit my job I didn't have a backup plan at all I was at that time my son was a toddler still in daycare and if y'all know anything about daycare it's like a whole nother cardinal to pay for daycare and I I told my mom this is literally like a few years after Katrina I was like I'm gonna quit my job which was paying over forty thousand dollars at the time you know I'm in my 20s making forty over four thousand dollars this was a damn good job <laughs> and I'm gonna go back to school my mom was like she cried she cried and I just was like oh my god like I didn't expect that reaction because my mom's an educator so I was like, oh my God, she really, really like upset. She's like, are you sure? Like, it ain't the same like when I was in, you know, when I was in the game, cause she's retired now. She's like, it's not the same. I was like, I just know that this is what God is telling me to do. And I just gotta do it. And I just gotta trust that he's going to take care of me when I make this step. And I did it. I managed to literally claw my way back up in life from that point like no job working temp jobs substitute teaching doing whatever i did had to do just hustling really and what it showed me in that moment is how important it is your mindset and how important your purpose is and when you know that you are pursuing something that you are destined to do it just really gives you a whole nother set of like a whole boost of energy and you just make up in your mind literally make up in your mind that i i'm going to do this and i'm going to do whatever it takes to accomplish this and i'm not going to worry like my mama cried and i'm a mama's girl just like i'm a daddy's girl like I, i'm really close with both of my parents and so seeing her cry broke my heart but at the same time i was like i can't let how my mother's feeling keep me from doing this thing that I know like it's just in me to do and so I went I went on and did it and I literally worked my way up through my career as in education from you know teaching and all of this kind of stuff and now I'm in that director of instructional technology but these are all things that I manifested because I talked to God about it I literally was like God this is the next move I want to make I wrote these things down on paper and it's kind of ironic to go back and look at it and see how I was able to use the power of faith, my mindset, and just knowing that this is what God called me to do to actually manifest the life that I really desired to have. And, you know, entrepreneurship has always been something I loved. I, you know, I started my first business at eight years old, making borets and bookmarks, hustling. <laughs> hey, I didn't realize that's what I was doing at the time. Because th those words were not spoken over us back in that day. Nobody talked to us about being a business owner and entrepreneurship. You know, the kids selling snacks out their backpack and stuff. Like, nobody told them you could open and own your own corner store. Like, nobody. <laughs> they just was doing what they could do to make a little change. And so, I kept asking God, like, why you got this entrepreneur thing on me so hard? And then I was like, I just really am passionate about seeing people grow in their business. And so I said, you know what? I was already kind of like helping friends. They come to me for advice. What you think about this? I need your ideas. And I was like, I guess I, I need to just go ahead on and step out and just start coaching them. And I was doing the same things. My master's actually in education is on teacher leadership, which is coaching and mentoring teachers. And so I just shifted you know, pivot is the, 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 the buzzword this year. I literally yeah. pivoted with that degree because I was figure, trying to figure out what I was going to do with that. Now, I was like, I'm not really using that. And now I'm using everything I've learned from business, working in corporate, working as an educator. So that means I can, I can teach really well because I, I have an education background. My degrees and everything, just it, he just brought it all together in his beautiful marriage. And I'm just so grateful uh, for him and, and for those who have trusted me to help and support them in their businesses this year. It's just been a blessing, y'all. I mean, 2020, in spite of the fact that it snatched many of us by our edges, <laughs> it's really been a blessed year for me. I, I have to say it's been a blessing. Congratulations. Yes. Thank I, you. I agree. I said, yeah, the dance, yeah, the summer unrest, but this has been my best earning year. Yeah. Period. <laughs> <laughs> This is my best earning year. Did you have a question, Fancy? No. Okay. So, Chris, 
I like you. I, I I love what you say because I'm of course I I knew your story because I would listen to your podcast. Yeah. Absolutely love it. And um I was talking to Pep the other day and she just was Yeah, she always you know, and different names. So we're in 2020. A lot of people's mm-hmm. minds are this let, let me just get through 2020. Like they are running out of 2020. They're running out of yeah. 2020 into 2021. And then my first thought is, if you go into 2021 with the same mindset, you're gonna get the same results. So what would be the first thing you tell someone to change their mindset so 2021 could be a better year and to not look at what's happening right in front of them, but you know, other stuff. So give us, tell us. Yeah, so for one, when it comes to shifting your mindset, it's all really about re re writing the narrative that's around you and so for me for one thing I do one thing I know everybody needs to start doing is guard your mind meaning your eyes your ears like protect that because that's your peace all of that represents your peace and when you overly immerse yourself in the, the the world's doings, right? You know, you, we sit there for hours. I know I, I had to catch myself a few times because I was just flipping literally from one channel to the next or scrolling from one post to the next during the Black Lives Matter protest when it was like full on and just feeling literally my body shaking and my heart racing and my energy shifting because I was getting so angry. And so one thing I realized is because self-awareness for me has become a real high priority is like I have to know when I have to shut off the noise and when I have to retreat and when I have to you know in spite of how everything is looking right it's 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 bleak I mean come on now people have died you know people have been shot and killed unjustly people out here living a life and they should be arrested like it's easy to get caught up in that but we have to guard our peace and it means we have to builds a level of self-awareness that will tell us that we have to turn on the switch in ourselves and say listen back down from this cut off put the phone away stop scrolling for a minute and just quiet your brain quiet yourself you know and then shift your mindset towards being grateful for what it is that is going right in your life Mm -hmm. because everything is not going wrong it may seem that way if we allow it to look that way but we have to start saying you know what but i'm still here i i don't have covid um my sister recovered from it i know plenty friends who have or you know i have my job still like we have to really put in perspective if, if 2020 has taught us nothing it's to be grateful because there were a lot of people who did not make it through this pandemic and not because of covid because the pressure of everything took them out because they couldn't handle you know they were unemployed they have children to raise and they didn't know how they want to do it so they took matters into their own hands and ended their own lives so we have to realize like how much we how blessed we truly are Mm -hmm. in spite of the circumstance and what it looks like so we have to just start you know viewing things from a different lens and not always speaking the worst but hoping but hoping for the best i i I have had so many perspective shifts this year on just little things that we even say that we say in just passing or it's a cliche phrase and then god like convicted me about a lot of this stuff it's like stop saying that like you know we say well i'm a um you know what's the worst it's the i'm a you know what's the worst that could happen why are you saying what's the worst that could happen what's the best what's the best thing that could come out of this situation just changing those little things in the way we talk and the way we perceive will help you deal with all the other noise that you can't control like we cannot control this so my my goal and my job when i talk to people when i'm coaching is like let's focus on what you actually have control over because some of the stuff you mad about you don't have no control over so why worry over over focus on that when you really can't do anything about it you don't have the vaccine you don't know the right recipe to get it right you don't have 
the this or the that to go and fight the battle for the Black Lives Matter movement. Not saying you don't have to care about those things, but what can you actually control? And one thing I know I can control is what I let in my ears, my eyes, or what comes out of my mouth. Period. Girl, you said a whole lot because I'm this. I start watching the news, honey. I haven't watched the news since um March. <laughs> you were saying something fancy. Um, it, I was just gonna think. I mean, um, I wanted to say it, what you said made me think about like um, I'm not in the nation of Islam, but at one point I was studying and I remember how you know um, you wear the hajib. I think that's how you say it. But the but my point is when they say that you cover your head, you know, and uh, the covering of the head is actually supposed to help you, you know, kind of block out all of that as well. So I noticed, and I might and it might sound crazy. But during the wintertime, especially, I'll wear my scarf or I'll wear other things on my head. But it just seems like my mental space is so different because it's like I'm blocking out more than just the cold or more than just the noise, you know, but like actually covering myself from because everything that we hear, you know, it all we all we take that all in, whether we realize it or not. So I just Mm -hmm. wanted to just know that I really like how you said that. Yeah. Yeah. So. If nothing else, you know, as we are preparing and I say, you know, we definitely one or two things typically happens around this year. We start beating ourselves up because of stuff we didn't accomplish or we get really excited about the stuff we about to do. <laughs> like it's usually one of the two. Sometimes it's both. You're like, dang, I didn't do everything I was supposed to do, but that's OK. I'm going to kill it next year. And that's fine. That's fine. We have to stop also putting so much pressure on ourselves to achieve goals that we set for ourselves. And I told myself at the beginning of this year, even before the pandemic even hit, I said, I'm not setting goals anymore. Like, I'm not setting resolutions. I'm not doing that to myself. I'm going, you know, to, and then I'm beating myself up two months in when I ain't been to the gym every morning at five o'clock for my Zumba class. I'm not going to do that to myself because some of this stuff is self-inflicted. Like mm-hmm. real talk, we put this pressure on ourselves. We put these expectations on ourselves that are not even realistic for us. So I told myself, I said, going into 2021, one thing's for sure. I'm going to make sure I go in with a different mindset about goals and not the same you know, just putting stuff down because it's, you know, 2021 is my year. Let me write my list out of everything I want to accomplish. Like, let's be real. Are you going to do that? Is your mindset in the right place to that for that? Because it's one thing to set a goal. It's a one and then another thing to have your mindset right to accomplish that goal. Mm-hmm. I can sit here right now and say, I'm going to go to the gym every morning at five o'clock. Now, my mindset, though, is not there. I'm not in that place mentally. I can say whatever I want. I can write whatever I want. My mindset ain't there, though. And so that's what made me really want to focus on my mindset. Like, I have to get my mind right before I write the goal. I don't write the goal to adjust my mindset. I adjust my mindset to accomplish the goal. And that's the difference. That's the mistake we've been making is we set the goal thinking that's going to be the motivation when really right. you got to buck yourself up first and then go hit it. Right. I mean, that that right there, all of that, honey, all of that, that is a lot for us to chew on because I so agree because when I decided I was going to, I needed to be healthier, you know, and it was like, okay, I'm going to start getting up at 530, but then I was like, you know what, I'm going to get up at six and that's fine. Um... So I was doing that. My mindset changed and I set the goal that, okay, I can make that sacrifice and different things. So I, I so love that, you know, with the not making the reservation, reservations, the resolutions. I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Uh, I'm talking about <laughs> reservations. Um, That's so We want to go outside so bad. We want to make reservations. <laughs> no. Make reservations. Um, Fancy, did you have something? Well, I was going to say, um, I, I did like that as well. And I, I stopped making resolutions quite some time ago. But um, I wanted to know if you practice affirmations. And if you do, then if there is one that you might have for being stuck. Right. So I do. I do. Um, I practice affirmations. I definitely keep some um, scriptures that I feel like, you know, I have to, to stand on in moments when I feel you know, like I feel doubt creeping in because let me tell you, just because I'm a mindset coach does not mean I don't have moments where 
my mind is like playing tricks on me. I'm like, right. but because I've grown in my self-awareness, I'm able to literally like step outside of myself and check myself before I go too far down the rabbit hole of, mm-hmm. you know, I'm too, you know, I can't do it. It's too hard. You know, it st- starts the self-pity party. I just, I really step out of myself and be like, hold up, boo. Mm-mm. We're not doing that today. We're not doing that. And and I and I really sh- I really have worked at this though. This is work every day. And and one thing, like that's why my scripture I stand on is the Romans twelve and two, which is to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And that to me says that's an everyday process. It's every day you get up, you have to be working on your mindset. There is no magic anything that anybody got going on, coach, guru, consultant, or advisor that's going to make you have the shift that's going to be permanent. You're going to have moments where the dollars going to try to ease back in the other direction. But what I do try to give you is strategy to identify when that's happening so you can have that moment of clarity and say, hold up, I recognize this. I recognize what's happening. But yes, I definitely have my affirmations. I have what I what now I'm doing is what is declarations. I've kind of moved past affirmations, just saying I'm beautiful, I'm smart, I'm strong. And the reason why I moved to declaration is because I'm gonna try not to get too deep, y'all. Don't get deep, deep. I'm about to say no. Because if you think about a declaration, think about the document that this country itself is all about, the Declaration of Independence, right? Mm -hmm. A declaration, when you look up the word to declare something, it's really about having faith. A faith is a declaration. It's literally saying, I'm this thing gonna happen regardless. And so much so that a declaration was so important that they wrote a whole document called the Declaration of Independence. So I'm like, declaration must be something special to have a declaration. So I'm not doing resolutions. I'm not doing goals. I I, I do affirmations, yes, but not in the same sense that I once did. It's more for tune-up purposes, but I'm just declaring all year that things are going to happen for me. I'm just making it a... a, a the non-negotiable that certain things have to happen for me and so i'm declaring that they're going to happen and not just affirming but declaring that these things are going to take place for me so again that was a shift for me that was a shift for me as far as moving past certain things but you know if you can't tell already i love the lord But I also realized that as much as we love our affirmations, the scriptures also, it, it, it has everything in it we need. We don't need a whole bunch of affirmations to tell us this or that. There's a scripture. If I can find a scripture to stand on something, then I know that's God co-signing it all, co-signing for me. Right. So if I say something and I'm like, hold up, is there a scripture that backs that up? Yep, there is. Okay, cool. Then I'm going to keep moving with that. So those are the things that I put in practice as I'm preparing and as I'm, you know, working through my own mental struggles that I have periodically. Because we all do. No matter how perfect anybody's life look, they they all we all go through things in our mindset. Right. Well, I like that though. I like this, especially like the declarations part. I was gonna yes. say I don't want to deal with nobody who ain't never been through nothing, ain't going through nothing. I want my therapist to have a therapist, baby. Look. I'm and I got a coach. I got three. Look. Listen, I got a therapist. I need I need a coach. I need a mentor. I need a mentor. That's what I need. That's my next thing that I need. And I probably need a coach too, girl. I might have to call you. Well, I was going to ask, um, like, at what point do you think, you know, like, at what point should one consider hiring a coach? So, I think the first thing you need to decide for yourself is what are the areas that you're struggling in because there's a ton tons of type of coaches out there right mm-hmm. i have a coach for different aspects of my life and business where i know that's not where my strength lies so like i literally have a coach to help me plan because i'm full of ideas child but organizing it in a way that's going to make me execute it so i can actually be productive is a struggle for me because I'm like, ooh, and ooh, and ooh, I could do this and do this. And it's like, okay, Chris, calm down. <laughs> Put it in a plan. How long is it going to take? Is that a three-month goal? Is that a six-month goal? So I have someone to help me do that. Shout out to uh, to, to Special Brooks uh, of the Special Plan. She's my planning coach. 
Um, I have someone to help me with like marketing for my business because that's not my jam. Like I love business, but I didn't get a degree in marketing. So I have someone to help me do that. And I think coaching in, in, in all honesty is a great a stepping stone be, uh, to getting further help if you're not sure yet if you need a therapist or a professional mental health counselor. So it needs to be also clear that a coach is not your mental health professional. If you are having uh, issues around traumatic life experiences, then that tells me you need a therapist or a psychiatrist of some sort. You need therapy. But if you're saying, hey, I need some help with my eating. I'm not, you know, I, I struggle with eating right. A coach can help. I need to get in shape. A coach can help. I need my finances right. Shout out to my financial coach, the financial savage, <laughs> uh, uh, Pamela Manuel. Like, I need some help with my finances. I got a coach. You can't go to your therapist to get your finances right. So it's kind of right. like an in-between place, right? It's a good place to fall because typically it's cheaper to get a coach than it is to get a therapist. You don't have to have insurance to get a coach. You don't have to have all these other things, you know, to get a coach. And a lot of times there's programs that you can do on your own, more self-paced with a coach that you can't get with your therapist. You can't get self-paced therapy. like. You can, but you can get self-paced coaching. You can, you know, take a course or or do a webinar and get some of that stuff worked out. But it's a great stepping point to see where am I and if I need more support than what this coaching can offer me. But it is definitely a great, great starting place if you're looking to make some some real changes in your life, but you're struggling with how to do that. Gotcha. That's good advice. That's like really, really good. Because I've always been told, you know, yeah, you need somebody that can help with those different things. Miss Patricia said, a fitness coach. Yes, ma'am. You know, different people, because I have a fitness coach. <laughs> I have somebody right. that calls me and be like, uh, I seen what you post on Facebook. And I'm like, uh, and I have an eating coach. Look, I have that because, and she's so great and I've learned how to manage and, you know, change up different things and everything. You've given us a plethora of ideas and thoughts and I'm just loving it. I am, <laughs> I'm glad that we had you I know I had talked about it before and then I was like, let me pull this trigger. Let me get Chris on this time. This is perfect timing though. This was actually perfect time and I love being able to talk at this time of the year because it is that time of reflection for a lot of us and we're kind of like going within ourselves and trying to see how can we be better people and how can we, you know, accomplish more, you know, and so forth. But honestly, you know, if anything, if anybody, you know, has anything to take away from this is don't be too hard on yourself. Don't over, don't over promise anything to yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like we over promise to ourselves and then get mad when people don't believe we gonna do this stuff. Yeah, that's <laughs> like I'm gonna work out, I'm gonna save $10,000, I'm gonna do this, I'm doing this. And, and everybody else like, girl, you ain't gonna do all of that. Y'all don't believe me? It's really like we overpromise ourselves and then we're mad when other people don't believe. Keep it simple. It's all right to just have one goal for the whole year of 2021. It really is. If your goal in 2021 is just to save your, stack your coins, stack your coins. We don't know, there's no rule about setting goals that's, and there's nothing that says we have to have all these other things going. Just do one thing and do one thing well. Become a master of that thing instead of trying to add on and add on and add on and then disappoint it when you can't accomplish it all. You know? So, yeah, I mean, just it, but it takes a shift. It does take a shift in our mindset and perspective to understand ourselves, building that self awareness. We talk about self care and I get it. You know, bubble bath, get your little massage in your facial. But there's That's definitely God. something to be said of self care. <laughs> like spending time with yourself to build your self awareness is key when it comes to making these shifts in your mindset. Because you got to know where it came from. And I see um, some comments. I see Lauren Janelle said, I need. I guess uh, to fulfill my own happiness for me. Um, Patrice was saying, I agree, master one thing. Who is that? Ashley said, Jack of all trades, master of none. I've heard that as well. 
That is me. Jack of all trades. Self-awareness is so important. Um, I see Miss Patricia Patrice also said um, self-awareness is so important. Self-awareness is so important, and we're always talking about self-care because I tell people I have Jesus and a therapist. I go get a massage every Monday. I missed my um, my appointment yesterday. I was so upset because I didn't put it in my calendar. And I don't know how I forgot that. Just taking a mental break from social media as well. Sometimes yeah. I just put my phone down and turn my phone off and be like, look, I might text Fancy and um, my three people that I talk to almost throughout the day. Fancy, Sharona, and, um, and Arnitra and tell them I'm turning my phone off. I might do something like that just so they know nothing's wrong. But just, you know, just to get away, you know, get yeah. away from it all. And sometimes I sit in my car. I feel like that's self-care and self-awareness. Oh. Sitting in my car and just being in a minute. Just yeah. take a minute to yourself. Yeah. Spend time with you. I mean, we, we focus. I know that with the pandemic, it's like because we were told we can't go spend time with other people, it feels like we just really want to spend time with other people. Yeah. But maybe this time was meant for you to get to know you more. Maybe this right. time should have been used for you to reconnect with the things you love and the things you're passionate about. Um, we always talk about how we don't have enough time to do this and time to do that. And then the pandemic came and shut everything down and we had nothing but time. But we spent our time unwisely. We spent our time looking at the pandemic on TV when we could have been reconnecting with those things we love to do like dance or art or reading or or you know whatever cooking like learning a new skill we could have spent that time doing something that we were actually passionate about instead of immersing ourselves in the fact that outside was closed and we can't go I believe everything happens for a reason. I believe that some people, you know, benefited from this time and feel refreshed, you know. They needed this recharge. Their job was burning them out. I mean, they were missing spending time with their kids and it brought it all together. They were missing connecting with their spouse or loved one. Mm -hmm. And now they had that opportunity. It's And again, but it all, it's all in how you took the situation and looked at the situation and whether or not you allowed it to work for your good or for, for your bad. And so, not again. This is not taken away from the loss that has occurred, from, right? You know, the yeah. ones that have gone on. But it's just really understanding, like how important it is, how precious time is, and how sometimes the day to day of life gets so hustly and bustly that we just really forget who we are. We start wearing right. the hat on all these other roles that we play in life more than we wear, wear the hat of who we are. And right. that's one thing I wanted to do, you know, this that I'm happy I was able to do this year is reconnect with Kristen. I was like, well, who, who, let me get to know me. What I like to do. You know, what's right. up with her? You know, instead of just being, you know, Kali's mom and Mark's wife and Valerie's daughter, like these are all hats I wear, yes, but before anything else, I'm Kristen. Right. And who she is, and this is what she loves to do. And this is, you know, this is me. And I've truly enjoyed this year of getting to know me again this is this if 2020 was nothing else for me it was the getting to know me year so right i agree and miss valerie did say she loved her baby girl we missed her. <laughs> oh, I, I, was leaning, I didn't know who it was so is that your mom valerie i was like miss valerie said she needs to let you know honey that she's here that was when you was talking about she cried Chris, this has been such a great experience with you here. We're definitely going to have to have you back on. Probably in, maybe in the middle of the year, just to kind of get us through the rest of 2021. So tell us, did we miss anything? Is that something that you would like to tell our audience before we let you go? Well, just, you know, if you all want to get in touch with me, reach out to me as you're getting ready to move into 2021. I'm on Instagram at Chris the Purpose Pusher. I'm on Facebook as well. Um, you can look Chris the Purpose Pusher up as well on Facebook, or you can do Kristen Paid Inc. Either, either will work. I actually have a um, program I'm launching. Um, this enrollment is actually open now if you want to start getting some coaching, especially for my entrepreneurs, because again, most of my focus is on entrepreneurship, uh, women in entrepreneurship, but anybody really can benefit from, from coaching. 
but um, my focus typically is entrepreneurs and that's who I usually work with. Um, but I'm launching a program called the Mindset Makeover. And this is basically a, a group coaching program. So you're not in it by, by yourself. So you're getting that accountability and that network to help you and keep you consistent because that's a huge problem that we have with a lot of the things that we don't get through is consistency. So it, it includes, you know, a mastermind, we're going to be meeting on a regular basis live there's going to be a course embedded in there as well and then you'll also be able to get some one-on-one time with me for about 30 minutes once a week um if you need it as needed uh, for a little tune-up and maintenance or just for some questions that you may have that we can't address during our live times but then right now i have that enrollment open for 59 dollars a month um it's going to be on a six-month roll so it's going to start in january and once the January enrollment is over with, then it'll close and then it'll reopen again in mid-year. But it is $59 right now for the first six months. Um, it's per month for the first six months. Um, but I promise you, if you was to go and get a coach that you met with and you know had to go get an accountability group and had to go and get all these other things to put together this program, you would definitely spend more than $59 a month. But we have to start investing in ourselves too. So um, hopefully, you know, people understand that, you know, just like you invest in, you know, meal prep and gym memberships, invest in your, your invest in yourself as well and getting to know you better and understanding some of your mental blocks that you've been having that have probably been keeping you held back, but you didn't understand why and where it came from. So reach out to me. You can go to my website, www.kristenpage.com to sign up. Or you can visit my um, Instagram page as well for more information. And you can schedule a 15-minute little chat, a little vibe session with me, and we can see if that's the right program for you. But I definitely um, encourage everyone to, to look into it who's interested in doing something different and investing in their own um, well-being and going into the next year. And all her information is actually down here that she's saying. So that is all right. Thank you again for joining us. Yes, that sounds like a great program because you're right. In order to pull all these different things and you have it right here in one spot. So that's awesome. Yes, 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 yes. So, oh, and before I get out of here, also, you, if you just want to even get a little little sprinkling you can also join my community it's called the purpose pushers yeah so you can just go to purposepushers.mn.co um purposepushers.mn.co it's free to join that community right now as well until december 31st so jump on in there and we have some great groups in there as well yep i'm a part yes. <laughs> okay. Thank I was trying to add it um, in the comments. I think I got it right. I don't know. Is Perfect. that right? Perfect. 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 That was good. This little piece right here would not let me be great. It just kept, it just didn't look right. It just kept, it kept. That was some good information. And I was her, you have to change your mindset. If you don't change your mindset, you can't get nothing done. That's why I tell people, people are like, why you don't get the weight loss surgery? First of all, I don't think I'm that big to get the weight loss surgery. Number two, what, what, what difference does it make to get the weight loss surgery and not eat bad? Mindset. See how that goes? So well, it's all a conscious decision. That's what I um that's what I was waiting on her to say. It's always like a conscious decision, you know. And that's how just really when you just really look at it, that's everything right there. You gotta make the conscious decision to do it. Because once you make that, then okay, you're gonna start moving with it. So sometimes you need somebody to do that. And she has a great um she has a good podcast. I catch it um at times and she has a great she has some great things that she's doing. That's why I want her on here. Just to kind of not just me and fancy telling you can get through it and how to. Um we have other people to come on. Um as always you can find me at Linktree, Lady CEO. I actually was drinking some Chardonnay tonight. This Chardonnay is so good. I don't think you can see the, the thing. 
but this is from my website. You can find out the information right there in my link tree. This glass, no, you can't find that, but it says I'm dreaming of a white Christmas, but if the white runs out, I'll drink the red. I actually been posting on a little thing right there. Also, um, this shirt is not my shirt. It is actually one of my client's shirts, I believe in. Supporting my clients whenever I can, um, just to promote their thing. So this is Alicia, Alicia's um, palette. I think it's Alicia's dot palette on Instagram. You can find her website in my link tree. You can also find um, fancy swaggers and fancy's um, link tree in mine too. And Sharona, because I try to keep, I try to put everything there. So if somebody's looking for any of y'all, yeah, do that. Um, so that's all I have. And um, I'm feeling this vibe, girl. Can't you tell? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can tell, man. We definitely get it. So um, you all can find me on all, all platforms as Fancy Swagger. My link tree is Fancy Thoughts. And um, all the Swagger Magazine platforms are Swagger Magazine. Of course, you can check out the website at swagger.net. If you are on Clubhouse, then please follow me. I do follow back, especially, um, you know, if it seems like you have something interesting going on. And um, I'm trying to think. Well, yeah. Okay, that's all the announcements I'm gonna do tonight. Well, um, just to remind you guys, we have two more episodes and we'll be off on break for a month. <laughs> but we got some great things coming up. Um, even though we're gonna be off, we're gonna be regrouping and resting. Self-care, honey. Uh, so don't be alarmed if you cannot follow us. Of course, you can always catch the old episodes at Swaggers YouTube. This thing is off. I'm pointing at you, but it's, so I'm gonna do that. Yeah. <laughs> but if my eyes ever look like I'm looking at, I'm not looking at her, Fancy is on this side of me. <laughs> but okay. That's, that's what, anyway. So um, <laughs> you can catch on Fancy's on Swagger's YouTube or my own YouTube. You can catch um, old episodes. We have some great episodes just to keep you up, up to par. Things that you may have missed throughout the year. We have some excellent guests. Excellent, excellent guests. If you'd like to be a guest on Swagger um, on Theories and Thoughts podcast, please reach out to me. Um, my link tree are Ornia at ladyceo.com for more information if you want to sponsor what, um, a, set, a, a segment. What am I talking about? Have you got too much Chardonnay? Because you kind of you kind of get too bubbly over here. Okay, I'm <laughs> uh, already talking about this is on this. Side. It was <laughs> like you're on this side. I got what you were saying. I'm just joking, but it was just funny because oh. it made me think of it. But um, yeah. Um. Also, I will have Monday. I will be, um, me and my friend Patrice, we will be talking about online dating. So that flyer is coming right up. So stay tuned to my my um, my Instagram, my Facebook, all of that. I'll be posting that flyer. We will be talking about online dating. A lot of people ask me questions about dating, being single at 40. I'm not 40 yet, but I'm almost there. Um, and things like that and her as well. So we want to talk about that, get that out there. I'm excited about that as well. Um, and, oh, we are looking, if you are an entrepreneur and you're looking to promote, we have a, spe um, a special thing happening, a special opportunity for you um, to advertise. It is $400 and it's for you, Roku, is for a segment, something special that, that's happening. But it is the segment will air on Roku TV and Apple TV. So don't miss out if you got that coin. I know, I know y'all, I know, I know, I know. It is the holiday season, but get in touch with us if you're interested. Um, you can contact Fancy. I think you put your email address, right? Yeah, uh, well, I don't have my email address there, but you all can contact the page or just any Swagger platform and we'll provide you with more information on that. Yeah. And yeah. actually, just letting you know, because we were doing it for 333. Um, yeah, oh, 333. Yeah, 333. So if anybody's interested in that, but it is part of a special segment that we'll be working on with the years and all. So, yeah. Yeah. So... I think that's all. I think that's all I have. Next week, our guests will be talking about helping kids get through the holidays with COVID and traumas that has happened 
this year we're really excited about that guest i'll be in new orleans for that episode so yeah <laughs> all right y'all well peace and blessings y'all bye y'all